Hey there, podcast listener. Steven here from the podcast you're currently listening to. You ever heard a podcast and think, I can do that? Well, maybe you can, or maybe you can't, or maybe I can help you get started with it. Hosting is the most expensive cost you'll have in a podcast, and that's why Anchor by Spotify is the easiest way to make a podcast. Really, they have everything you need all in one place. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. With Anchor's hosting, you can distribute your podcast to other listening platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and a whole lot more. And if you think you can do a better job than I, record a podcast right now. There's very low risk involved. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And best of all, Anchor is free. Download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. You know what? Asses are, Patrick. Asses are the human race's favorite thing. We like them on each other. We like them on magazine covers. We even like them on babies. When we're alone, we like to scratch them. When there's a fire, we like to warm them. And who among us hasn't, in a lonely moment, reached back for a discreet fondle? <laughs> we love our asses. When God gave us our asses, he had to stick them round the back just so that we wouldn't sit and stare at them all day. Because when God made the ass, he didn't say, hey, it's just your basic hinge, let's knock off early. He said, behold, ye angels, I have created the ass. Throughout the ages to come, men and women shall grab hold of these and shout my name. What you, what you want, what you, what you want. Welcome to the Lazy Geeks, the official podcast for thelazygeeks.com. Now here are your hosts, Sapien and Nomad. All right, welcome everybody to uh, another podcast of the Lazy Geeks, podcast number thirty-nine. And this is Nomad, and over there I got Sapien. <laughs> To the rescue. <laughs> uh, What's up, man? Not a whole lot, dude. How's how was everything on your end? Ah, uh, you know it's peachy, really. <laughs> just just living the dream. Uh, yesterday, I didn't put this in the show notes. I forgot. I want to talk about yesterday. Um, I did all my show notes, right? And they were all pristine. Sexy, you know, really. I mean, there was there was a charm to them, and they did an auto save, so <laughs> I had to do those again. That kind of sucked. <laughs> I, I, yeah, I remember getting that text. Like, fucking, I did all the show notes, and the fucker didn't save. Sucks. Hate that, doing things twice, and then doing an article that was already posted. Oh yeah, and then I forgot to check uh, what articles Nomad did, and I wrote an article he already wrote, <laughs> which like was one of those ones where I had to research, and I'm like, man... <laughs> research? Like, all of five minutes. <laughs> That's five minutes of time I could have been doing something else. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, so, uh, uh, Dixie Chick went to go uh, visit a relative out in Florida, so she took her, uh, took her uh, 
Actually, it's her cousin down there. I gave her a few, uh, you know, comic trades to take because, you know, I figure kids like 13, 14, mm-hmm. 13. So I said, you know, go, you know, take him some of these, see if he likes them. Because he's listened to the, uh, he's listened to portions of this podcast, but the ones that we don't cuss, so very little. Was there any one. ones that we didn't cuss? Uh, th- there are some that I think we give good maybe two to three minutes of intellectual um, conversing. Oh, fuck me. I didn't, <laughs> I I didn't realize that at all. I know. I was, so I, when I'm not talking, yeah, basically. Yeah, basically. Okay. Um, and uh, so I, I, I go, well, let him see what he thinks about you know comic books. So give him the new Avengers trade and uh, Superman Earth 1. Mm-hmm. And uh, so she took a... a Superman so, Earth 1 is the shit. Oh, yeah. So went down to Florida and uh, apparently found this uh, store over there that said everybody was really nice. You know, they really... they. Um, Asked him what he was looking for. He picked up a Captain America um, comic and gave him some uh, 52 shit, you know, yeah. some free previews and stuff like that. So she said he was really interested in, in some of that, so uh, uh, just thought they were really nice. So thought it would probably be a good idea to give him a quick shout-out. So anybody that happened to lives in the Jacksonville, Florida area, uh, Universe of Superheroes, uh, you can. they actually have a website. Universe of Superheroes.com. Right on. And you can follow him on Facebook too. Oh. So, uh. No yeah. Twitter? No Twitter? No Twitter? No, no, no Twitter. She said that on the on Facebook, um, the, the owner of the shop has his own blog. There you go. So, yeah. So that that's a cool that's a cool thing. And, and I told her too, she goes, Yeah, he, he was like, big, huge guy, hat tats, but he was really, really nice. And I'm like, He owns a comic shop, he usually is going to be. Yeah. That's, that's generally how well, any shop, I mean, if you're, you know, a dick to your. So people are supposed to be well, giving you money. Yeah, but I, I, you, you've been to those little shops where they're like, no, 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 no. They, they're just like, oh, yeah. yeah, you know, they shoot you out. And then they surprisingly disappear. Yeah. <laughs> but usually most, most comics, you, you don't make much money in comics. No. Yeah. So, you have to really love it. Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's what I love about Collector's Paradise. You know, when it yeah. gets going, they're like, oh my God, have you not read this? You know, you have to read it. You know, it's suddenly you're like, whoa, 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 dude, before you explode. So you need to settle down. Yeah. It's like, first of all, get out of my face. <laughs> no, he's cool. Oh, so for any of you long time listeners. All two of you. Yeah. And, uh, uh, old man dude and, uh, Dixie Chick don't count. Uh, oh, then never mind. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> early, early on, uh, Sapien over here was the shit. Had an affinity. Yeah, well, he was uh-huh. and failed miserably. Uh-huh. He had an affinity for Linux. I still have an affinity for Linux. Yeah, but we ha- we weren't every week. People weren't inundated on cool things for right, Linux. Right. Yeah. Then suddenly, by the end of last year, it, he got into Windows Seven. I did. And and kind of stayed there. And apparently, that's that's changed again. No, you know what? It hasn't. And this is a perfect example. Oh, no way, not knowing what the fuck to talk about. <laughs> um, no, I... Uh, to elaborate on why I went to Windows 7, I had Windows Vista. Oh. And... And I don't blame you for going to yeah, Windows Yeah, pretty Windows soon Vista. after it, Vista launched, I went back to Linux, because I was actually using Linux before Vista um, for a while. And I pretty much stuck with Linux uh, throughout the run of Vista. And then 7 came out, and I could afford it, and it was... Um, it was cool, like, I really liked 7, so I was like, okay, well, now I can play video games again, because you can't really do that in Linux. So, I have reinstalled Linux, 
as a dual boot situation where I can boot into Windows or Linux, um, I installed the latest Ubuntu 11.04. The reason I did this, Nomad, <laughs> uh, is I, I'm putting together a... Um, a team of superheroes? That's already been done. <laughs> I'm putting together... Uh, I don't know if it's going to be one... A stable I, of whores? That's also <laughs> already been done. Um... So that, that's stuff that her cousin won't be able to listen to. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Stable of whores. <laughs> whores. By the way, if you didn't see the explicit label on this podcast... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Too bad for you. <laughs> um, I don't know if it's going to be a series of articles or just one big article, but I want to do like kind of like... Thing, a, a series software. of tweets? Maybe? Yeah, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe I'll write a letter and fucking mail it out. <laughs> um, <laughs> the, it's going to be about software... or. Setting up a computer more more towards the school side of it because I know school's coming back, um, and the economy's kind of rough right now, and there are ways to get your shit done without having to spend three hundred bucks on fucking Windows, Windows and Microsoft shit, you know. And I, I want to go through a series of articles to just to just really lay that out and just try to help people out. So I'm testing Ubuntu and I plan on reviewing it because it's like free and shit. But I'm in Windows right now. My computer's got Windows on it. Windows 7. Gleaming. <laughs> I remember when we used to do this on Skype. They're like, oh, fuck. I gotta go install Skype. Hold on. I yeah, because I, I would again. change my, my Linux distribution or my, my version of Linux like every fucking week. And I go, oh, yeah. Wait, I gotta reinstall Skype. That was funny. He would plug it in his, uh, his uh, headphones and go, what the fuck? Ah, oh, hold on. Oh, hold on! I gotta, I gotta write this fucking driver shit first. Yeah, well, I'm a tinkerer, you know, of technology. I like to fuck with shit. So, but this is my new computer. I don't fuck with it too much. Quick, quick. Uh, <laughs> this is actually funny. You know how you said it didn't save your format? Mm-hmm. Click on podcast template in OneNote. Oh, did it save it? It saved it there. Oh, cool. So. Well, I'm not going to be upset, you know, whatever. It happened last night. But at least I know that for next time. See all the work I fucking did? Dickhead. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. I had all that shit and, laid out. And too bad I'm going to have to retink with this format now. You talking about something in my fucking OneNote. No, but it's in the template for the podcast, so that the template is what I copy-paste for next week. Oh. Uh, so. Huh, what are you going to do? Yeah. I'll fix it. Just fuck it. Go on with yeah. your stories. What, what, I'll fix whatever, it. Whatever, whatever. Whatever. Motherfucker! <laughs> I'll fix it. Uh, so, I had some interesting news this week. Uh, especially if you're a Eureka fan. Eureka! It, it was a it was a whole lot of cock teasing going on this week. Oh, and not it, the good kind. And not yeah, not the not the kind you think like oh I'm gonna I'm gonna get laid. No, no it's you're it's, not gonna get yeah laid. you're not getting laid. Um, Explicit. <laughs> Uh, that should be the title of this podcast now. Explicit. explicit. No, no, mind the explicit tag. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> um, yeah, but... Uh, okay, so last week, Eureka supposedly got renewed. Well, it was official from uh, Sci-Fi that they renewed Eureka for six season for six episodes. Which was to give it enough to kind of end the series, but hopefully not end the franchise, according mm-hmm. to what sci-fi said well come to find out monday they're so fucking trustworthy yeah i know sunday night oh well we kind of we're gonna renege on that whole uh renewal thing and we're just gonna straight up cancel you 
And that's nice. Mind you, the the series finale or season finale was is to be shot in like two weeks. Um, then after a big outcry, Sci-Fi. Well, basically, Sci-Fi was saying they didn't have enough money for it. Sci-Fi was saying they didn't have enough money for it. Right. So now, after public outcry, blah blah blah, they've given it one episode. So you'll have your fifth season. But you'll get one episode to say goodbye. So, well, I mean, I think every series should have a chance to have a farewell episode. I, I do think that in, in some instances, especially somebody like Eureka, who's been on for five seasons, yeah, you know, shows that have. I mean, one season, who gives a shit? Yeah, right? one season you can kind of get over. But if you got a show that ended on a cliffhanger, yeah, 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 you should, and you've you've lasted three seasons or more, you should be able to get some kind of okay. We'll give you one more episode. To tie up everything, I think that's just fair to the fans that that that's um, stuck with it. But so so far, they've agreed to one more episode. But uh, we're not going to kind of breeze, um, take a you know a, a exhale very much. We haven't seen it change yet, so we'll keep you informed if they decide. You know what? We can give you like twenty minutes on a Friday. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> How about we do a radio broadcast? <laughs> With minimal commercial interruptions. <laughs> we'll do a podcast? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> we'll do a podcast, and we'll take a new picture for the for the photo to put on the podcast. And it's all right. It's, yeah. it's a good thing. So uh, we'll see <laughs> We'll see how that turns around. But yeah, I was kind of like, wow, really, sci-fi? And uh, the executive producer actually stated that, um, yeah, it seems that uh, sci-fi wanted to go with it, but their new parent company didn't. Which is Comcast. It's probably interrupting wrestling or yeah, something. Yeah, probably. Or, you know, something they got going First on. First of all, real quick, wrestling, there's two things wrong with that. Wrestling should not be, be on sci fi. I don't care if they change it to the Y's and shit. Should not be on sci fi. Siffy? Yeah. And two, we all know MMA is worlds better than wrestling right now. <laughs> <laughs> let's, just, let's just keep it real. You know what I mean? Yeah, I want to see a real fight. MMA requires talent. That's right. And there's actually blood. MMA. Is the shit, yeah. and still MMA doesn't belong on Sci-Fi or <laughs> Siffy or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah. Sci-Fi is the new MTV. You yeah. don't watch that shit. Oh man! And, and, and speaking on corporate bullshit. Ooh, segue. Yeah. Oh, I just realized I'm still on the template one. I'm like, what the fuck? Everything go. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, a, a little like a week or two ago, we mentioned that Frank Darabont um, had left The Walking Dead, who was essentially the driving force. And one of the major reasons why the show did so well in its first season. Well, people were wondering what was going on. Was he asking for more money? Blah, blah, blah. Well, apparently, The Hollywood Reporter did a real in-depth article citing people that actually worked on the show or worked for the show mm -hmm. but couldn't say anything in risk of being fired. Well, apparently, Frank Darabont was fired from the show. Well, and for what? For what reason? Basically because um, they said he's too difficult. He's a douchebag. No, they said basically because he wasn't listening to the studio note. Like the studio notes were like, "Well, can't they just hear the zombies instead of seeing them?" Trying to cost cut it, and he was fighting, saying no. You know, can't we just make this a really fucking lame zombie show yeah, instead yeah. of something? Can't awesome? we just see a hand pop out yeah. from the screen yeah. instead of like actually? <laughs> can, we, seeing the can we catch a couple boom mics in the frame every <laughs> once in a while? Jesus! And uh, so he was actually fired from the show, and the douche major douchebag portion of that. Is the fact that they were planning to fire him when he had gone to Comic Con, 
Really? So they already knew that they were going to fire him. So they did douchebag, the, but they still want to make him. Yeah, get they the still face they still want to get the FaceTime. That's what a retail get, store does. We're going to yeah. fire at the end of your shift. Yeah, so, so work. So the so the fans get to see that and get to get all hyped and stuff like that. And then because that's what happened, and sat, and that was a Friday, and then that Monday he was gone. So it, it appears that you know because the the big problem with this, and everybody's wondering why the whole thing with them. Uh, is happening as opposed to like the sweet sweetheart deal that um, Mad Men got, and you know the trouble they're having with uh, Breaking uh, Breaking Bad. The major reason why The Walking Dead isn't getting this type of uh, play is because of the fact that AMC owns The Walking Dead. Yeah, and that's the major problem. If they weren't owned by them, you know the studio could step and go, no, 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 no. How about we do this? Yeah. Or, no, no, that's fine. We'll take the show and shop it around like Sony was doing with Breaking Bad. So, yeah, and um, this the article's on the website. It's uh, it, 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 They were saying that the, the studio has, has basically struck fear in all the cast to not say anything and come to Frank's defense. Uh, because, as one, one person had sta- stated, they work in a zombie movie. It's easy to be killed off. Yeah. So, and that uh, because they're spending so much money on Mad Men, and they will be making a lot, they'll, they will be spending a lot of money on uh, Breaking Bad, the problem that they're running into is that the uh, Walking Dead films in Georgia, and they get a ter- 30% tax break. That 30% is not going into the show. Oh, really? Yes. It's going, apparently they're pocketing the change. To make money that way. So there's a little... There is still some discrepancy on how much the budget's been cut. People on the inside are saying, I think it was overinflated, but, uh, you know, it's still within reason. But a lot of this negativity isn't going to bode well, especially with fans that are going to now not... That were hyped on Comic-Con may not be so hyped now. Yeah. Because you got one of the main driving forces fired, and then... AMC well, he's just, the main. He's the main character, correct? Like, well, no, Frank Darabont's the showrunner. He's the main executive. He's the guy that got. I'm the sorry, show. I'm completely fucking. I'm thinking about a different show yeah. from the past. Yeah. I apologize. <laughs> no, um, yeah, I mean, this show is is really popular too. It's getting a real a real good following, and if they're gonna start switching shit around, and they were even talking about um, when the. A couple months back, about the whole writing team was being changed. Yeah, that they were gonna. You know I mean, like, well, what is going on? You know what I mean? They, they. I think AMC needs to. Or whoever is in charge over there needs to really figure out what the you know get their ducks yeah. in a row over there because they have three huge shows too, like yeah. big budget shows. Yeah. One's a period show yeah. for Christ's sake. And, and the real thing that you got that studios like that have to think about is that you know why you think well we're not making much money on this so we own this one so we can what tank it so then yeah. you don't get a third season and everybody says the the series sucked now and then suddenly because. It only takes one bad season to to start to tarnish that little golden boy image that AMC's created. Yeah. So we'll we'll see how that works out, and uh, you know, um, to, I'm one of those guys that like I haven't seen the first season yet. Uh, I don't know. It's it's hard for me with zombie shows. You know, like Shaun of the Dead, I love, but you know, I, it's it's one of those where it's just like you know. But a lot of friends of mine that. Very, very hardcore movie fans love the show. And, yeah. You know, normally they're not part of that. They're like, oh my god, it was so awesome. 
So, you know... I love the comic book. Yeah. I haven't seen the show either yet, though. But, uh... There's too many shows to watch. I know. But we'll see what happens come October. So, uh, my last news article is finally somebody's getting some love. Right. That's, 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 that's what I'm saying. Some good kind of love. So, yeah, too. some good kind of love. Uh, one of the probably least known characters in uh, the Avengers universe is um, Hawkeye. Most people, comic book fans, will know who Hawkeye is, especially the real creepy kind of uniform that he wears. It's a Robin Hood of DC. Yeah, <laughs> basically. Um, so it, it it's nice to know that Marvel is going to be spending some time and actually give him a shot at a miniseries. Uh, they're releasing The Avengers Solo, which will f- be a five-issue miniseries that will focus on uh, everyone's favorite Archer. And it's reminiscent of the old 80s miniseries Solo Avenger, but the story will follow a the story will follow the old format, uh, but the main story will feature Hawkeye, and then there'll be a backup tale yeah. featuring another member of the team. So, uh, who's actually behind this book is uh, Jen Van Meter, and uh, she's she's worked on some characters before, but she was a bit unsure about this one, saying that, uh, I've written guy lead books before, I've written uh, action-y books before, I think if any anything is intimidating. I don't think I know how passionately people love Hawkeye until I started really looking at the character more closely for um, the purpose of this, and I don't want to let them down. One of the things that's that's funny about Hawkeye is the dude has no special powers. No, he's just a notch. His his uh, arrows are the shit, though. Yeah, they do various the, things. The guy can, and it's kind of cool because uh, it was. Uh, I think Van Meter stated that. Here's a guy who has no special powers, but could stand up with um, Thor yeah. and Iron Man and Captain America. He has like he has arrows to like kryptonite tipped arrows. Yeah. He's the shit. He is. And he's just prepared. It's, it's yeah. like a Batman, basically. And, and to have Jeremy Renner play him, I think it's gonna be yeah. kind of cool because he really is a sarcastic ass. <laughs> so in real life, in real, yeah. And um, that's kind of the cool thing that they have with this is that the this this story is going to be mostly um, kind of a detective story. So she says that she wanted to put him in a situation that he can't solve by shooting an arrow at. So it is. I think it's going to be kind of a cool little more in depth that we can kind of learn more about yeah. this character. So I'm I'm definitely um, I'm definitely uh, hyped for this one. So uh, we'll get to see. Uh, there wasn't an official release date on it, but we imagine it'll probably be coming maybe early to 2012. Yeah, because okay. Avengers are coming out soon. So yeah, I'm gonna focus so on that. We're going to be seeing quite a bit of that. Ooh, yeah. What you got over there? So Steam, Valve's little little <laughs> uh, digital distribution system, it's got this new feature that I thought was really cool. Uh, they're calling the Steam Trading. Uh, system, which is currently in beta. Um, it's basically, like, remember back in the day, you used to trade games with your, your friends, like, like, I don't want Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles anymore, so mm. I'm going to trade it to my friend for Excite Bike. Usually we did that with girlfriends, so. Well, fine. Like, yeah. I'm, really I'm really tired of brunettes, dude. I'll take the yeah. long. I, well, I don't really think that that warranted an example, because yeah. that's common sense. Yeah, but um, there's some people who are a little slow. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Valve knows how to the old barter system works between <laughs> friends. Um, so they're going to allow Steam users to trade everything from random in-game items to complete games with each other instantly. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty interesting. Now, of course, the games, they have to be unopened, quote-unquote. So let's say somebody gifted you a game you don't want. You can trade it to somebody else for something else. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> you have to activate this uh, in order to use it. So real quick, go into your Steam settings tab and select the opt-in to Steam trading beta. And then you can start trading with anyone on your friends list um, that has also opted into the beta. Currently, the only game that they're allowing in-game trading is Team Fortress 2, which makes sense. Um, But Portal 2 is expected to be the next to add this feature. Of course, Valve will be adding the in-game trading functionality in many more games in the future. Uh, You can even trade games that were gifted to you, blah, blah, blah. And that's what I get for trailing on. Um, (laughs) So I think it's pretty cool. I mean, the, the problem... The problem that you can have sometimes with uh, digital distribution is is DRM and um, and stuff like that. But I mean, that's right there. You can see that like what has to be unopened. You know, right. like you didn't play it. So that's pretty cool. In-game items is kind of cool. You know, like if you got something in Team Fortress Two, you can trade it to a buddy or whatever. Something else. That's that's, that's really cool. cool. Yeah, that is cool. Um, we'll see how this system works out. Make sure they don't piss anybody off trading games and stuff. But Steam uh, usually piss somebody off. You know that. Probably piss EA off, even if it has nothing to do with EA. Or PCA. <laughs> but uh, EA just wants to be pissed off about something. Yeah. Uh, no Battlefield Three on Steam, by the way. Just just FYI for everybody paying attention. Oh yeah, yeah. Back um, follow up. I think this should be a weekly segment. Is that we should have a little? Uh, yeah. Just, what is Steam mad about now? Yeah, or what? Yeah, no. What, uh, is that currently? Battlefield 3 is not available yeah. on Steam yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of EA, nice. nice. Uh, EA is showing some interest in the old Alpha Centauri trademark. Now, Nomad, do you even know what I'm talking about? Alpha Centauri, that's a real place. <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it's not trademarked. <laughs> no, there's a video game. It's, it's Actually, a- I think there's somebody in Alpha Centauri. I think they covered it in Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, actually. Uh, the Ferengi is getting that. The yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Alpha Centauri was uh, a game in the Civilization series. It was a, uh, it was like a side note. Um, Alpha, Civilization Alpha Centauri, and it was Civilization in the future, mm-hmm. basically. Had a good cult following. It was a good game. I mean, Civilization, right? A little more confusing than other Civilizations, being that you were researching technology that did not exist. <laughs> um, but basically, at the end of every Civilization game. Other than Alpha Centauri. Right. One of the ways you can win is build a spaceship to Alpha Centauri. It's always been like that. that uh, a colony sense. ship, yeah. So now this would obviously be, hey, we're here. Yeah. Um, and of course, the, every it's not alien races, just humans, but different. You know, They have this belief, they have this belief. It's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, well, it looks like Electronic Arts is looking to dust this off. Um, on August 1st, two applications were submitted to the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office. On EA's behalf, the first lists um, entertainment services, namely providing an online computer game as its primary use. The other says the name will be used for computer game software, so it's obvious for a video game. Right. Um, don't get too excited, though. Uh, <laughs> too late. <laughs> yeah. As you, um, Electronic Arts has has done this with many of their old popular series, uh, such as Theme Park, Syndicate, uh, Wing Commander, Populous, and Road Rash. Uh, and done nothing after they trademarked the names. 
So who knows what they're going to do. It's kind of um, like the same people that go ahead and buy up domain names. Yeah. And do nothing with it. And I have, I have like, a little a little bit of a theory on this, too. When they took Civilization and made um, Revolution, Civilization Revolution for the iOS, I could see them making a sci-fi version of Revolution mm-hmm. on the iOS as well. I mean, that's not news or anything. That's just me speculating. But I could see that happening. Uh, so I was get, I got excited about this because I am a huge civilization nerd. I will go on and talk about it. No lad will fall asleep. <laughs> so moving on. What? Sorry, yeah. I fell asleep there. Speaking of civilization, damn, that's right. Just, it just hit the Fashion. New <laughs> DLC for Civilization Five is going to bring Korea as a playable uh, civilization, as Korea. well Korea, Korea, as well as some uh, now north this, or south. Before it became north or south, oh, just the civilization the whole, the whole of Korea. Thing. Yeah, um, lame. <laughs> <laughs> I'll create my own King Jong Il. <laughs> so this this article is going to be a bit, a tiny bit of a history lesson. Right? I promise it will be brief. Um, <laughs> I, I can just see see the brow, just see the brow. Um, in the latest deal, in the latest DLC from um, from Civilization Five. Uh, Korea's Chosun, Chosun Dynasty will be taking center stage. This means the Korean civilization will be added to the long list of other civilizations that you can choose from to play in the game. Um, Sejong the Great, uh, 1397 to 1450 AD, uh, the fourth king of the Chosun Dynasty, will be the ruler of the civilization. The way it works in civilization is you, there'll be one or two rulers you can choose from. Each have their own bonuses. Um, oh, wait, before you continue... Um, I'm I'm kind of going through our Twitter feed, and I am unfollowing a guy who has Twilight. Unfollow him. Yes, it's, it's, yes. it's been done. That's professional. Um, <laughs> <laughs> now to really show off what Sejong is made of, they even threw in. So you say Sejong, I keep thinking, you know, Kim Jong. <laughs> stop it! To really just stop it! To really show off what Sejong is made of, they even threw in. The samurai invasion of Korea scenario, Ooh. depicting the real invasion of Korea by Japanese warlord Toyo to- Toyotomi Hideyoshi. If I said that wrong, I'm sorry. Um, Actually, that's a- pretty good for for hey gamer baby <laughs> Japanese. Uh, you play- think there'd be a second language? Yeah, I know. Right Players will be able to defend Korea using Sejong's turtle ships and. Ho- Watcha, watcha artillery. I did some, uh, did a little bit of research. You know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> on August 11th, that's 10 days after August 1st, my friend, the new Ancient World Scenario Pack will be dropping as well. The pack will introduce three new ancient wonders. The Mausoleum of... Fuck you. Uh, <laughs> no, Halicar- oh, no, Halicarnassus. Halic- <laughs> that's not hot. Mausoleum of fuck you. Interesting. <laughs> the Mausoleum of Halicarnassus. The Statue of Zeus and the Temple of Anamides. Obviously, you can build world wonders in the game. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what's cool about Civilization Five is you can discover natural wonders now, like cr- like real craters or the Grand Canyon. Like you'll find it randomly on oh, the map. Cool. I just think that's kind of dope. Uh, the Korea add-on, as as well as the Wonders of Ancient World scenario pack, will be going for four ninety nine each. But if you buy both of them together, you can get them at seven forty nine. Oh, that's cool. So uh, check that shit out. And news, I'm sapien out. <laughs> I'm done with that shit. Moving, yeah, moving right along. Uh, so 
Um, Alright, so I guess it's time we get into some new releases. This week coming to theaters. This week in the theaters is kind of exciting for two yeah. flicks. Dude. Yeah. Conan the Barbarian. Yes. And Fright Night. Yes. And then, of course, and Spy Kids, Spy all, Kids all, all the time in the world. Jay, Jessica Alba's in that. Yeah, and so is Joel McHale, which kind of makes me sad. Well, that's the whole Spy Kids thing, is they... Usually people, big sads with kids, will be in Spy Kids. Yeah. Doesn't Joel McHale have a kid? Yeah, he has, I think, two. Yeah, so he'll be in Spy yeah. Kids so they can watch it. But it's just like... they're. You know what? I got kids. They're alright. Yeah. Like, they're tolerable to watch. Unless she's, like, completely, you know... Like, good luck Chuck dressed. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Now, like, the Spy Kids is one of those... When you become a parent, movies... Kid movies become, are they tolerable, or do I need to leave the fucking room? <laughs> you know? Because these... Your kids will watch them a million times in a row. So you, yeah. you kind of get thick skin. Thick skin. Just shitty movies. <laughs> I, I just, like... See, and that's a problem for me. Like, I think about it, like... Oh, would I like to have kids someday? And then I look at some of the movies that are made for them. I'm like, ah, oh, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think I'm okay, you know. But whatever. Uh, and Fright Night, of course, is Fright. Colin Farrell, yeah, Anton Yelton, David Tennant. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's definitely going to be that's going to be a cool cool flick to see. Uh, Netflix streaming right now, Thirteen Assassins. I'm gonna see that shit. I didn't yeah, see that. I haven't seen that that either. Hobo with a shotgun. Uh, I was <laughs> talking about that a couple podcasts back. Oh, Rutger Hauer and Lethal Weapon Two. Nice. Which is actually, yeah. I think, one of the the, the cool one. Um, believe it or not, the sequel actually I think held up too close to the first film. I agree, man. Yeah. I agree with them. Um, DVD releases. Hoodwink 2, Hood versus Evil. Hey, you know what? Hoodwink, the first one, was funny, dude. That's, That's another heard. animated flick. That shit was and funny. everybody was like, yeah, and then there was Hoodwink 2. I guess it's kind of like yeah. the Nutty Professor yeah, film, you know? Yeah. Really? It wasn't necessary. There's yeah. no need for the second one. <laughs> Priest? I want to see that. Yeah, it didn't do shit at the box office. No. Something borrowed, another one. You know what, though, real quick? Priest didn't do shit at the box office. That doesn't necessarily... It might be a shitty movie, but if it... Usually movies with religious... Yeah. Aspect. Look at Constantine. That was a pretty dope movie. Yeah, like I liked Constantine. It, it is very true. We are very, you know. Welcome to America. If yeah. you're not Christian, go fuck yourself. <laughs> uh, Something borrowed, which is a rom com. Uh, yeah. Uh, I think it's what's your name, Jennifer Morrison, something like that. It's a rom com. Yeah. Same as all the other rom coms. I think, <laughs> and in this one, Kate Hudson does again um, is a supporting character in another rom com, basically about how she steals people's boyfriends. Huh. Um, and the conspirator might be telling of some real shit. Yeah, mm-hmm. I don't know. And the conspirator, which is a period piece that stars James McAvoy. I never saw that. Yeah, it looked kind of cool, and I never got around to actually checking it out. It's too much shit to yeah. watch. It is. There is actually yeah. too much shit to watch sometimes. So we got some games. I'm not going to say good games. There's some games. I'm not going to say bad games. I just think there's some games coming out. Toy Soldier Cold War. That's uh, coming out for the Xbox 360. Uh, what else do we do? Uh, one that's pretty cool, Age of Empires Online. I've been checking this out. Oh, yeah, comes out on the 16th. Age of Empires is a really good... Um, it's kind of like Civilization S, but it's, it's real time, and um, this one's going to be obviously online. So, No More Heroes, Heroes Paradise. There's been a lot of hype on that one. Yeah. Um, Atomic City Adventures for the PC. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this week... It's mm, pretty crap. Kind of yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, space pirates and zombies. I don't know why, but it just sounds like it's the shit, <laughs> right? I don't even need to look into it. <laughs> Hacker Evolution Duality um, 
is kind of interesting. It's actually a hacker simula- simulation, from what I hear. Mm. You have to hack shit. The red pillow. The red pill. Or the yeah, <laughs> that's all you need to do, really. Uh, then you know kung fu, and oh. everything's good from there. Uh, yeah, I think that's all we need. Atomic City see. Adventures, the case of the Black Dragon. <laughs> might so, be might be able to pass that. Sounds like a bad Hong Kong Doesn't flick. Doesn't it? It does. Like a bad Hong Kong martial arts flick. Uh, and uh, comics this week? Uh, a little bit of a light load this week. Uh, we've got Captain America and Daredevil both from Marvel with issue twos coming out. Uh, issue one of both, uh, both books, very good. Um, makes me definitely want to pick up the next issue, so let's see if we can hold on to that. Yeah. Uh, Ultimate Fallout concludes this week uh, with issue number six for Marvel. Uh, X-Men Schisms, which is the whole X-Men global, usually the World Against the X-Men series, but with some global overtones, uh, and that's coming out this week. Avengers 16 for Marvel. And Walking Dead, number yeah, 88 from if, Image. If you have enough money, go buy every single trade for Walking Dead. You will not regret it. I've been I've been thinking about doing that, actually. Go buy the first one. Like, it's re- It's just... Because it's character-driven. Like, the zombies are the background noise. Like, yeah. it's, it's really good. And we also, from DC, we got Batman 713's coming out. Uh, Batman Incorporated, number 8. Uh, Justice League of America, number 60. So, it... Again, though, it is a kind of a light week. Invincible Iron Man, 507. Venom, 6. Green Lantern Corps, 63. Uh, so, it, the, although, I mean, it's there's still a lot coming out, but it, of high profile, Yeah, it, it's a pretty light week. All right. So, uh, oh, by the way, last week, I wanted to apologize because this was my oversight. Mm-hmm. And um, that I forgot to actually add in the DVD releases for last week on last week's podcast. Our first podcast back. I made sure everything except the DVD releases. So that was my bad. No, it's both of our bads. I could have noticed too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I'm usually the one that goes, wait a minute, we didn't get this. You and know? I go, wait, what? <laughs> yeah. Kind of yeah. like how there's he just real quick had to look for DC titles because <laughs> I completely forgot to do the comic book list. <laughs> nice. Well, that's that's part of all covering up on um, on the podcast. Afterwards, I would have been like, "You lazy mother!" <laughs> <laughs> you know what it is too. A comic books, real quick. I'm waiting for September. I yeah. mean, on the DC side, the only thing that's really going on is wrap ups and um, flash flashpoint, flashpoint, flashpoint. And I mean, I haven't had a chance to really read that yeah. much of flashpoint and, right and now. So. I'm I'm really kind of yeah. I'm kind of doing the same thing, looking at. Uh, Flashpoint, the end of which Flashpoint, is great. Which I mean, is what cool, I've read but, is the shit. But uh, yeah, I'm really kind of waiting for the whole September deal mm-hmm. to roll around. Like men, like manly men, like DC men. Ha <laughs> <laughs> I got anyway. my Batman shirt on right now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing a shirt. Oh, I'm not wearing any pants. <laughs> And one sock. I don't know why. <laughs> you always lose that one sock. Yeah. I can't figure that out. You no, know, I found out. I found out why. Uh. Newsflash. It's because in the dryer, you know the front load ones at the at the laundromat? We're not rich enough here on the lazy you have everyone fucking washing and dryer. Uh, they get up in the front and you don't scoop your hand uh, in the front. Right. See? Boom. Fucking, fucking sock gnomes. Yeah. Uh. Little sock leprechauns taking <laughs> shit. <laughs> All right. Well, uh... Last week we mentioned that the, the Nintendo 3DS, the <laughs> the PSP Go of Nintendo, ah! 
You know, yeah. that's not fair. The PSP Go had its qualities. Yeah, and it sold probably more than the Nintendo uh, 3DS. Um, I know someone who has a 3DS. That becomes something that's a feat. You, when yeah. you know someone who has a 3DS, <laughs> like I know someone who has it. There, there, were, there was, um, there was an article that came out last week, and, and I had mentioned it on the Lazy Geeks this week. Um, that analysts were saying that the Nintendo 3, uh, the the PS, sorry, the PS Vita, the PlayStation Vita, uh, in order to compete in China, I mean in Japan, China probably already has their own. Uh, oh, <laughs> the Vina or something. Yeah, I know. The, it's the PC Vina. That's... <laughs> yeah, the PC Fiesta. <laughs> but, uh, uh, the, back on track, uh, that some analysts were saying, and it's slowly filtering into the States, that in order for Sony to really be relevant, they need to price cut the Vita. Now uh-huh. keep in mind that the Vita is what was it, two fifty and then two ninety nine was for the price. Two fifty and two ninety nine. Two ninety nine for the AT and T three G one and two fifty for the normal one. The normal, which Wi-Fi. I feel is for the the power of the machine is a very fair price. Yeah, and and that's the thing, and you know, and of course, analysts were only created to make uh, um, astrology look legit. <laughs> the problem with the problem with that whole thing, and I think it's premature. I think it's very, very premature. And this is a fucking fortune tellers. Yeah. And they're modern fortune tellers. Yeah. I see <laughs> in your future. I would love to see that on CNBC, you know, because like, like this last week, you know, we've had that up and down with the market. So I've been kind of leaving it to see what happens over there. Yeah. And I see them just like all these analysts and saying what they should and should not do. And I keep thinking that I want one day somebody to come out like Karnak from Johnny Carson show <laughs> with the whole set and looking at the ball and shit like that. Yeah. So I'm going... Your ass. No, the, the and then look at it and go. That's what you will lose. <laughs> the genie from fucking Pee Wee Herman, dude, comes out. <laughs> oh man! But this, you know, I to be honest, I Sony and and one analyst made a very good point that P, Sony markets to a certain type of crowd, and yeah, they gamers. Knew, well, aside <laughs> aside from hardcore gamers. Uh, People that want Sony products know they're going to have to pay a little more for it. Yeah, and I, I think one of the problems, and I mentioned this in in the uh, in my uh, article on the website, lazygeeks.com, uh, was that I think people have gotten a little too complacent because if you really look at it, nothing new has come out in like the last seven years, eight years. Even the prices of the, the, the Xbox 360 and the, the PS3 have come down yeah. to variations that we kind of forgot how expensive this shit is when it, was it comes out. Well, the PlayStation 3 when it first came out was like 600 bucks. It was expensive. Dude. 600 bucks. Now there's even a, the Slim is a nicer machine and it's only 300 Yeah. You know, and I think too many people forget that, you know, when this stuff comes out, I mean, yeah, it's not an iPod or a iPhone, you know, because apparently only Apple people will be willing to pay the that oh, yeah. expensive prices for that stuff. Yeah, they're stupid enough to do it. <laughs> but the thing is, is that I, I think we're a little too early. Nintendo has its problems with this device. The problem with the Nintendo 3DS is that the major problem is they had nothing to support it. Yeah. It was basically... It would have been like Apple releasing uh, the iPod without iTunes. Yeah. Here's the software. You can sync all your music, but we, there's no way for you to get music. Exactly. You know, and it's like, really? So I have to go through my entire CD, which we eventually do, 
But it, it's, you know, I, I, I don't think that Sony's going to go through the same idiot move that Nintendo makes. And this isn't the first time for Nintendo. I mean, the Wii was never properly uh, properly backed up, and neither was the um, GameCube. Well, the yeah. GameCube was kind of an upset. Yeah. Because I know the GameCube, it was an alright system, but then again, this, the game selection. Yeah. And Nintendo really loves to be very selective on what games they allow on their system. And they, they want to keep the mature titles off, you know, as much as they can, blah, 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 you know what I mean? But that's what happens if you do that. Then only a certain, you're, you're, you're now creating a niche, you know, only, only people with kids are going to buy that now. And keep, or people who like those little games yeah. like that. But keep in mind that even those people that love Nintendo, there was no Mario title to support it. Yeah, that's ridiculous. You know, you had Zelda wasn't out yet. Zelda wasn't out yet. You didn't have Mario. You didn't have any of their flagship. Wario, I'm sure people would have settled for something from Wario. Yeah, and then also there was talks of people getting headaches. Um, and actually, from that one person I know that has a 3DS... I played it for a steady ten minutes, and my fucking eyes feel like they're going to explode. I, um, Asian Fury played one over at uh, we played a demo at Target, and I was looking over his shoulder, and I was like, "Whoa, yeah, that kind of makes you nauseous." And also, too, you know, there were a lot of complaints about a battery life. Yeah. Was a major. It seemed like they basically took the battery from the DSi and threw it on the Nintendo 3DS, and then added a, a feature that fucking drains, drains battery. battery. And then it's like, well, you can you can conserve battery life if you you know. Bring the 3D down to 2D, and you turn off the wireless capability. That's it's like, great, but the whole reason I bought the fucking thing was because it's in 3D. Exactly. That's the same thing that I have problems with, like, the cell phones. Oh, yeah, with this, you can record in 3D. How much more of a power drain is that on the battery? Exactly. It's like, you know, you, you re- this... And I'm sure we're going to probably have this... I'm sure Sony's going to not be as much of a douchebag as Nintendo was. And I, I think Nintendo's reached that point where... They rode so far on Mario. They rode so far on all those title characters that they don't have much else beyond that. Yeah. And that's that's part of the problem. And the PS Vita, I think, doesn't need a price cut because I think Sony is going to make sure they back this up. If they're putting all their money into a system, they're going to make sure it's properly supported out there. Well, and also, too, how, how soon we forget, the PSP had a recent price cut. Yeah, um, to a very reasonable price of yeah. what was it, a hundred bucks, right? I think like so. a hundred and ten or yeah, something like something that. Something like that. Um, typical of Sony, as we can see from the PS2, which is still being sold at a hundred bucks. That's how Sony does it. Yeah. They have their their newer. They have like two classes of shit. So you'll have the PS3 and the Vita, which will be for hey, if you got the money or you want to spend this much money on gaming, good. If you don't. We, there's the PSP or the PS2. Go yeah. right ahead. Yeah, and that you know? was one of the things that I had stated in the in the article was the fact that if you can't afford the shit, don't buy it on launch day. Yeah, it's just, just that wait. simple. I mean, I think we went through this last week with the video games where um, Skyrim director was saying that you know games, games should be expensive. cheaper yeah. or you know depend on the quality of the game. Well, if you can't afford it right now, don't buy it. We all we all seem to forget that video games are not a necessity. Yeah. You know, if you can't afford a, a Vita, 
and you probably, if you want a Vita, you most likely have a PSP. Then keep a PSP for a while and wait. Get yeah. a fucking job. Save your money. Like, you know, who cares? And the thing is, is that they're not going to cut off the PS3 right away. You know, they're not... I mean, the, the, uh, PSP. the, the PSP. No, they're not going to cut won't. off the PSP right away. They just came out with some new bundles, too. Yeah. Some good bundles. Yeah, some good bundles now. And, and there are some people that had the had the P, didn't get the PSP until recently because it came mm -hmm. out with a good bundle. And that's smart. And that that is something. I mean, I, I wish I would have caught that Star Wars bundle back in the day. I'm still upset about that because you could have got that cool white one with Vader on the back too. Yeah, I got the I got the bundle that had um, the uh, Ratchet and Clank, the fa the four gig memory card, mm -hmm. the Ratchet and Clank, and the Family Guy all yeah. in the one. And that was like I was like, sweet, that's a good bundle. I'll get that. So you know, and it was the new Slim one too. Yeah. So. You know, and, and that's the thing, is that I think too many people are too caught up on getting it on launch day that you, you, you there's that little thing that you got to understand is not everybody can get it on launch day. If you have the money, if you've been saving up the money to get it on launch day, good for you. Great job. Yeah. Go ahead and do it. But remember, and this is some of the things that people always, that I, I always laugh when people do yeah, I saved up the money to get a PS3 on launch day. It was awesome. I saved up, you know, saved up 800 bucks, 700 bucks, 800 bucks because of tax, whatever. And then they didn't save up money to buy a game with it. Yeah. You know, like when I got... That is a douchebag, bro. Yeah, that is a douchebag, bro. But, uh, I mean, I got... I, I got it long enough... To, I got my PS3 long enough that it was still the fat one. And yeah. um, I got the 40 gig one. But when I went, I made sure that I had money to buy the PS3. Mm -hmm. One game and one movie. And, See, I... And I got Grand Theft Auto 4 and, uh, and 300. Nice. This is on Blu-ray. Basically, it was a man's day. Yeah. Um, I wanted a PS3, and I was broke for a while. And I didn't end up getting a PS3 until the Slim came out. Mm -hmm. It was right when the Slim came out, and I got it. And I'm pretty f fucking happy. I got it for 300 bucks. And I got the badass slim, which is sick. Yeah. So. And then that mandatory OS. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, that sucked. But, <laughs> but no, yours is mandatory too, fucker. Yeah. And, uh, until they until the slims came out, but, but before mm -hmm. that, it was nah. nah. Uh, but the thing is, though, is that I, I people need to shut the fuck up. Basically, that'd is, be cool. Yeah. Is that uh, the PS Vita doesn't need a price cut? Sony. Knows that this is going to be a big hit, especially, and, and I don't think it's warranted with all the special stuff that it's going to do—the touchscreen, the back yeah. stuff. It's just I, I don't. And also, too, I mean, cloud technology. It's yeah, going to have. like Sony is a leader in the industry. They don't have to do shit. Yeah, like they could, they could make it four hundred dollars and tell everyone to fuck themselves. Here, here's my thing, and this is this probably these are probably the same people. Why should the PS Vita require a price point, a price cut? Before it's been released, and we know all the special things it's going to do. Why don't people complain about an iPhone or yeah. an iPad? Why shouldn't they be cheaper? Why don't people demand a price cut? Because they know people will buy this, and it's the same thing. And the thing is, is if you've had a Sony product, PlayStation, and you know what? To be honest, I know there's some Xbox guys out there that are like, oh, yeah, Xbox, fuck Sony, blah, blah, blah. I've never had to replace my Sony. Uh... Church, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, like my, I, I went through what was it, five, six Xboxes, <laughs> and um, I've had the same PlayStation ever since I bought it, and it's yeah. working just fine. So. Yeah, and and that's the thing, you know. And I still have my old PS2. You know, um, yeah. Asian Fury got his PS2 when it first came out. 
six months later, he had to send it back, but that was the issue with the two lasers. Yeah, yeah. that was a big issue. That was a big issue. And that was a mistake, though. It yeah. wasn't but, uh, it was cheap. But he sent it and got it fixed and got back and hadn't had a problem with it. But uh, that's the thing. So, you know, I, I just, I really don't think it's warranted. I think people need to just calm the fuck down. Yep. And uh, chillax a little bit. And you let's know, all watch your Twilight movie. Oh, oh, and, uh, and uh, that guy on Twitter doesn't even know you're saying. That. <laughs> I know. Um, no, I, th- I think a glaring point that these well-paid analysts don't know is or don't realize the 3DS got a price point because the 3DS fucking blows. Yeah, it didn't get a price point because Nintendo felt like being nice. <laughs> yeah, they're like, shit, we gotta yeah. make this. And I guarantee you. Vita comes out and it's selling as bad as a 3DS, so we'll get a price point <laughs> or a price drop, you yeah. know. So <laughs> let's let's let the system release first. Yeah, let's see how it plays. Let's see the reviews yeah. when people get their hands on it. People go, "This is a big piece of shit," which I doubt. I doubt it. You know, no, the PSP wasn't even a big piece of shit. Yeah, you know, so it's just whatever. Nothing's ever a piece of shit from Sony. It just might could be improved. Yeah. Uh. Anyway, moving right along. How about something that's now become less of a piece of shit? Gamefly. <laughs> slightly less of a piece of shit now. Gamefly is truly the Netflix of games now, my friend. All right? This is the shit if it works out properly. Um, <laughs> the operative words right there. Yeah. The one system you've never been able to rent games for, obviously, uh, on Gamefly was for the PC. Well, current system. I, yeah, I guess you couldn't rent games for the fucking Pippin, but you, you can't rent games for the PC. This is obviously for DRM. Well, my old e-machines? I couldn't rent no, anything you for couldn't, that? You can't. you couldn't rent games for your Jaguar. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. Oh, man. That would be sick that if you would do it. Anyway, anyway, anyway. Um, the, uh... <laughs> I'd like to rent Excitebike for NES, please. Can I... Can I get uh, Super Mario with Duck Hunt? That's like Guzex I used to buy used games. You could buy old fucking games oh, from man. NES and shit. <laughs> Anyways, anyways. Anyways. Um, so obviously this is because, um, for security reasons, I mean, it gets complicated. You get DRM, piracy's an issue, yeah. um, product keys, blah, 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 blah. Um, so you can't really rent a PC game if you can only install it once. <laughs> um... Not to mention, PC discs are way easier to just copy. I've heard. Um, <laughs> so we've been told. Yeah. Well, those dark ages, the dark ages are over, my friend. All right? Gamefly has announced plans to launch a new digital client later this year. That what? Works. Yeah. I, I know. Let me finish. Later this year. We're not playing just the tip, dude. I want full release. Um, that will bring PC games to your computer. I'll bring that. I'll bring up that site, Bouncy. Uh, Bouncy. Prom. Nice. The league. Yeah. Watch it. Um, this service seems like it will be very Steam-like, giving Valve another company to worry about. Um, the best part. The best part. And about, probably piss EA off somewhere. Yeah, yeah. yeah. EA will be upset. Well, EA's got Origin, so they will be upset. Yeah. Uh, the best part about the new PC service is it offers unlimited PC play for select digital games. Mm. So, <clears throat> little quote we got here from co-founder of Gamefly, Sean Spector. Uh, he told USA Today, it's kind of like a Spotify or a Rhapsody or a Napster. You have access to the content as long as you are a, sus- a subscriber, but when you are no longer a member, the content then disappears. Okay, so basically, once you, when you're a member, you can use it, when you're not, you can't. Right. Um, 
This, of course, isn't for every PC game. Now, this is where it gets really Netflix. Yeah. they got to work out deals with the publishers of these games. So if Activision says, uh, no, fuck you, I don't want you to rent my games out, then you won't be paying, playing Call of Duty on your right. <laughs> rented game fly. You know what I mean? Um, now, I can sit here and go, this is a lot like Direct to Drive. This is a lot like um, Origin, Steam. But it's not because it's rentals, okay? Uh, Gamefly has no late fees. Yeah. So basically what, what this would mean is If you have Gamefly um, Now, by the way You can't just have a Just streaming service I think they learned from Netflix Little uh, yeah. fo- you know, little fucking mistake Of not making a lot of money in the beginning uh, You'll have to It'd be an add-on to whatever disc service you have um, With no late fees This basically means that you'll have access To all PC games they rent Unlimited forever just to play while you're on their service. I mean, it's pretty amazing. That is cool. Now, I wanted to bring this to everybody's attention. I also wanted um, to just see, I want Nomad's opinion and maybe shout my opinion a little bit on how you think a service like this could shake up the industry. I mean, this is something that's completely out of left field, man, because we've never seen anything like this. Yeah, um, I, I'm actually cool with that. I, I do think that just spitting all over myself. That's how excited I am. Oh! Uh, uh, no, I, I really think that it needed this because I know there were a lot of the, the, the gamer people or the PC people that are feeling kind of left out. You know? Yeah. They're, they're, well, that's why there's been a decline in PC gaming. Too. Yeah, because everybody's realized, okay, you need a console in order to get good shit. But some of the better shit runs on PC mm-hmm. if you have the right. Especially PC. when you're talking about strategy games, RPGs, yeah. and uh, from the looks of it, Battlefield Three and Crisis are gonna be amazing on the PC. Yeah, um, and and I think that that's a, that's a great idea. The one sticking point that I think that you may have mentioned that you know it's going to become the Netflix of uh, of uh, gaming is yeah because of all the problems Netflix has with some of the major studios. Yeah. I think people like EA because of Origins, um, and uh, you know they're going to pro- Valve um, will probably yeah. Have I think you're going to be playing any Half Life on yeah, the fucking uh, you know. But um, I, I I think that if they want to improve PC sales, I think it's a good deal. Yeah. Um, I I do think that you know uh, because to be honest, you can go and you can rent, you know. Anything on the PS3, Xbox 360, the Wii, but you can't rent PC games, and that's the hardest thing when you have a game that's only PC, unless you have someone there, or someone acquires a copy. Hmm. You know, they they don't have a real way to play it, but um, or they resort to the um, the pirating issue. Yeah. You know, because you know we know of people. That you know, I know it, of no one that does that. <laughs> that have uh, that has you know downloaded because there's no way for them to to, to try it out anyway. Anyway. Yeah, I mean, there's a lot of titles that you they look cool, but you don't know if they're going to be cool, and they're fifty bucks, and yeah. there's no demo, and you, you right. just, you know, or there is a demo, and it just fucking sucks because it's only going to show you the best part of the game. Oh, of course, yeah, you know, and uh, unless the game truly sucks, and then you mean you go the demo sucked. That's probably the best part of the game. Yeah. yeah you know, but uh, it, it, more often than not, I think this is a good thing. I think it only will help. Mm-hmm. And also, too, I think it will endear more fans to game... So let, me, let me not say fans. PC gamers to Gamefly. Right. They're like, going, oh, finally you're, you're acknowledging us. Let's see what you have. 
But I think with some of these uh, publishers, I think they're going to have probably some issues with, well, how are you going to counteract uh, the, you know, copyright and pirating and stuff like that? Which, like we said, constant, like I think you had mentioned in the article, constant connection. Yeah, it, it requires constant connection. It's it's more of an on-live-esque type thing, like streaming the game, um, but your computer still needs to be good enough to play it. Um, but yes, just like... Uh, what Diablo 3 is doing, um, or Blizzard Ooh. is doing, <laughs> you have to be constantly connected to the internet in order for it to constantly verify that you're the one that's supposed to be playing the game. Now, for a rental service, that, I, makes, that makes more sense, because you don't buying, own the game. Yeah, so if you're buying the game straight out, there yeah. should not be a reason. Buying a game, if I have to be connected to the internet to play single player, that fucking blows. Yeah. You know, so... What are you going to do? But um, the So, big, what, what's going to happen? I'm going to have to be connected to the internet to make sure I can play this but what about if my family wants to stream Netflix? Well, you're fucked. Yeah. You know, good luck. And uh, if you have AT&T. <laughs> now, the, be- the beta for this starts on September 8th. Uh, and Gamefly will be having a big event held in Los Angeles to announce it. Um, on LazyGeeks.com, I wrote an article about this. Probably on the second page. Back. So just, you know. Check it. Check it. There's a link to sign up. Um, let's go to Google and put, you know. Gamefly beta. <laughs> Google, but fuck you. You've got a lot of interesting. Turn, turn the filter off. Yeah. Um, now, I very much more so than Nomad am a, a bit of a PC gamer. I actually play more games on the computer than I do on consoles. Mainly because I'm, in, I'm a fucking nerd when it comes to big-ass strategy games and shit. So, I'm really excited about this. If I don't have Gamefly right now, because I got sick and tired... Well, I was with Nomad on the Gamefly thing, and then I just noticed I wasn't I wasn't really playing, so I said, fuck it. But one thing that pisses me off about Gamefly is that the th- any game that you want is not in stock. Man. So you're resorted to play games that came out three or four years ago, you know, and with a digital service, of course, it's not going to be the issue. Yeah. So let's hope that they get a good selection. Um, obviously, if it's an EA game, I'm not going to play it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see. So, I just wanted to bring that to everybody's attention and also just give our little opinion on it. Because I really do think if this if this becomes big, this is really going to change things up. Yeah. This is a game changer. Speaking of game changers, who's a douchebag this week? That doesn't make any yeah, sense. That makes sense. I don't give a fuck. I'm going to segue. <laughs> how, about, how about, speaking of game changing, I think we need to change the game up a little bit. Oh! And go with some douchebags. I might have been trying to have, but it still worked a little yeah, better. Yeah. I feel a little more Casey Kasem-ish. Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah, you know. And uh, this week on Top <laughs> Forty, some game changers. <laughs> uh, speaking of douchebags, yeah, I know. Speaking of douchebags, um, I'm sure those of you that love '80s movies, yeah, uh, heard about this and were literally Raiders of the Lark face melting pissed, Pretty uh, pissed because. Children of the 80s need to rise up and revolt. This is the last straw. It appears that movie studios are on a campaign to destroy anything that was remotely good in the 80s. Lionsgate is one of those studios. Mm. It appears that are set to remake the 80s classic Dirty Dancing. Apparently they didn't learn anything from Dirty Dancing 2 Electric Boogaloo. I think I may have mixed up the titles there, but no one saw that back in nineteen in two thousand four. I think they should remake Breaking. I'm just saying. <laughs> they did. It's called Step Up. Ah, uh, but Breaking was the shit. <laughs> 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 
<laughs> oh, oh, what, what's up? <laughs> Dance off, bitch. Uh, Kenny Ortega, who was the choreographer of the original film, has been tapped to, to direct the remake. This is the same guy that directed all the high school musical movies. Oh, yeah. So he's the one to blame. Uh, in a time when they are re- remaking or rebooting every movie possible, not to mention we have Footloose coming out this year. Footloose. Why can't they let these movies sit? I have to steal a line from Eric Eisenberg at Cinema Blend when he said, Ortega is a natural choice because his connection with the original movie, but there's still one important question that needs to be answered. Why do we need a remake of Dirty Dancing? Has anyone ever watched the movie and thought to themselves, you know what this needs? More hip-hop. I'm willing to bet the answer is no. Yeah. You know? That movie <laughs> isn't... You don't really notice that it was filmed in that much in the past. Yeah, I mean, it's know? already set to film in the 60s. Yeah. and Yeah, it's a period. It's, it's set in the yeah, past. It's and, okay. And the thing is, is that I just look at it and I'm like, no, you don't need this. And Also... I, too soon? Yeah. The I dude, mean, Patrick's just died, died dude. Yeah. That's one of his crowning achievements. <laughs> and I, 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 to be honest, I'm going to be writing an, uh, uh, an article, but it might not be Lazy Geeks, but I may put on Lazy Geeks, um, about the, the, the problems with remaking films, rebooting films that really don't need to be. It's like making sequels to movies that don't really need a sequel. Boondock Saints. Yeah. Um. You know, hoodwinked, uh, <laughs> hoodwinked. Yeah, you know, uh, even the Hangover. Yeah, as fun as the Hangover Two movie might have been, it's it there's need no need. There was no need for yeah. it. Yeah, and uh, all the Harold and Kumar movies. <laughs> <laughs> well, I get so a lot of us enjoyed them. There's no need for them. Yeah, we could. We, our lives would not have been altered that yeah, much. If you didn't make <laughs> a Harold and Kumar went to Guantanamo Bay, I wouldn't have cried. Yeah, like that's okay. If you didn't make that movie, I would have saw Wally one more time. You know, that's, that's true. Stuff. That's, you yeah. know, it, it's one of those. Yeah. But, um... I could have watched porn or something. Yeah. You know? <laughs> but that's the thing. And, uh, you know, I, I really don't think... This is one of those movies that doesn't need to be remade. No. I think one of the things that people need to understand is that to remake a movie, it should be a movie that was flawed. Whether it be the story... Howard the Duck. Uh, oh, was, wait, it has to be flawed. I'm it has sorry. to be flawed. Uh, <laughs> whether it was the movie, the concept, the special effects... Perfect example, Rise of the Planet of the Apes. There you go. And that makes sense. And and the thing with Rise of the Planet of the Apes is is a prequel that was the fourth movie down the road. Yeah. And when you look at the original film, you're like, oh my god, it is laughable. But now, to remake that movie, because it makes it more solid, it makes it more sense, it fits. That movie needed a reboot. Star Trek. Star Trek needed a reboot, if anything. And Star Trek been following the same formula since the fucking eighties. Yeah. Every next generation, exactly, and it and it worked so well. And those are some things that needed to be rebooted. Yeah. Spider Man, we just had the third one. Yes, it wasn't the the best one, but we didn't need to reboot this fast. No. I am excited about it with subs that we've seen and Andrew Garfield and all that. I'm cool with it, but we didn't need it. And there's so much. Un, there's so many untapped things from like the comic world or novels that you can make a new movie out of. Yeah, you know. You don't need I think it's what it is. Is remakes now are are almost safe movies. Yeah. But okay, well the audience is so fucking stupid that they can't accept a new idea. So if we just do a movie they've already seen again, then they'll be like, oh, it's safe. I can oh, go but watch it's for, it. It's for a new generation. They can rent the fucking movies. Yeah. You know that's it's a, a digital age. Yeah. Like, you know, what are you doing? Dirty, like, dirty, if it's for if Dirty Dancing is for a new generation, it's technically for my generation. Yeah, which would be the earliest generation <laughs> closest to it. The thing is with Dirty Dancing, and I don't care who you are, I don't give a shit. I like Dirty Dancing. A hey, fist pump. 
Boom! Dirty Dancing is the shit. Dude. I like Dirty Dancing. I had the soundtrack. Yeah. You know, Patrick Swayze singing. Uh, Nobody puts baby in the corner. Nobody puts baby in the corner. All that shit. It works. You know, and there's no need to do a. Even when they did a second one, it was like really, you're just really reaching. You don't need to. I didn't do even know there was a second. There was a second one. Mm. I think it was called Havana Nights or something. Uh, uh, Footloose. Kevin, you're trying to you're trying to uh, recreate Kevin Bacon, John Lithgow. Yeah. Seriously, you know. It's not going to happen. It's, exactly. If you want an homage to uh, Footloose, you need to see. Um, oh my God! What the fuck was that movie? Uh, oh, I can't remember right now, but I'll I'll, I'll, I'll remember it and I'll post it later on the site. Yeah, I know. Very professional. <laughs> it's with Andy Samberg, um, and he did a movie and uh, Hot Rod. Hot Rod, that's it. When he did the You're dance, welcome. When, thank you. When he did the dance scene in the woods, didn't he only do one movie? Yeah. <laughs> when he did the dance scene in the woods, which was right out of freaking yeah, Footloose, yeah, yeah. was awesome. That's the closest thing. That's where it should be in the idea of a throwback, a, um, not not even a parody, like a little bit of a kind of like a wink. That's yeah. where it should be. We shouldn't be remaking it. Not all you're going to do is make it bad. The two things that pissed me off the most with movies are remakes. And then making it based on something completely stupid, like the new Battleship movie coming out. <laughs> really? Is it going to be based on the electronic talking Battleship? I don't know. Because then it would make a little more sense. I want to hear somebody go, they suck my Battleship! I would get up. I would. Actually, I'm not going to go see it, so it really doesn't oh, yeah. matter. Uh, uh, you know what? And we don't ever advocate bootlegging, but if you want to watch <laughs> Battleship, bootleg the fuck out of that movie. <laughs> Download it twice just to make <laughs> just, a point. Just to prove a point, yeah. Like that's uh, if you have more than one computer in your house, bootleg it on every Done. one. And doesn't yeah. it have big names in it too? Liam Neeson? Yeah, and they're adding I think Rihanna's in it too. And they're like, adding uh aliens to it yeah, and shit. Just like, bootleg the shit out of it. <laughs> Seriously. And and tell people that you're bootlegging it. Yeah. Like spread the word. Speaking of bootlegging, oh oh leads to my second douchebag of the week. Oh China. Also oh, speaking of bootlegging. <laughs> It seems that everyone can buy anyone can buy anything in China. Reuters is reporting that China has a version of the iPhone 5 for sale. Yes, I did say iPhone 5, which hasn't even been released yet by Apple. You think it would be a problem? But getting around that by calling it the iPhone 5. Hi. <laughs> you can get variations of the phone like like the real product for various prices. However, if you want one for cheap, you can get the basic iPhone 5 for $31. The world has had a problem with China and their blatant violation of intellectual property and pirated items. <laughs> I mean, they, China doesn't just steal it. They promptly throw it in your face. They don't, China doesn't only make everything on the market. They also make everything on the black market. <laughs> it appears that the phone was developed solely based on leaked photos of what the device is supposed to look like. You know why like. they do this shit? It's because they can get away with it. Yeah. Because none of the companies they copy it's are the in there. Firewall. Yeah, they do whatever the fuck they want. <laughs> given that Apple hasn't even confirmed the existence of that version of the phone, much less given a release date, although you may... Uh, Although we may expect to see it in October. Chinese retailers don't really seem to care. The they iPhone, don't. <laughs> no, the iPhone 5 issue comes on the heels of reports of an elaborate fake Apple store in, Kun, in Kunning, uh, which was selling genuine, if, if unauthorized, iPhones, MacBooks, and widely popular, popular Apple products. Do, 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 do. Yeah, I was going to let the Chinese word pass, but popular is one of ours, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> Not to mention that a fake Ikea store was spotted in the same area. Nice. <laughs> Ikea <laughs> with the A and the E. Yeah. Opposite. That's yeah. It. They don't give a fuck, They don't dude. give a fuck. And honestly, 
Um, <laughs> in, in all seriousness, this type of shit is a glaring example of the lack of innovation in a communist country. Yeah. It's nobody has the chance to make up cool shit, so they just copy everybody else's <laughs> shit. If, if there was no one else making up cool shit, China would have already been gone. Yeah. One, a uh, couple of comments on our Facebook page that had uh, counterfeiting to the max. I just heard they are testing some retrofitted aircraft carriers with their technology and are going to copy some Russian jets and make it a carrier plane. What's next? The uh, Wong copying the dollar and becoming the tender of choice? <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> done and, and done. Another, and another one uh, wrote here, we don't need no stinking copyrights. Yeah! <laughs> That's because China's so detached from everybody else, they can do whatever they, the fuck they, they want. They don't give a shit about anything. And, they, and they, when they copy things, they only change the name enough for it to be different. Yeah. It's almost like they're telling everybody else, go fuck yourself. Yeah. I'll, I'll do whatever That's I want. Yeah. yeah. Get it? Wait. Ah. Uh, my number one douchebag. Even though China came in, a, it was it's so blatant, but it's just funny to me. This number one douchebag is really just a douchebag. Mm. Uh, a man who made a three thousand percent profit by buying Marvel call options before Disney purchased the company nice. was charged with insider trading. Not nice. The Security <laughs> and Exchange Commission said Thursday. Uh, the SEC said Toby Shalamo. No, no. T- oh. Toby Scammel. Now, that's just proof in the pudding right yeah, there. Yeah, his first half is scam. Uh, was working at an investment firm, um, fund in August 2009 when acting on a information he obtained from his girlfriend, a Disney employee. He loaded up a Marvel options that soared in value once Disney said it would acquire the company for $4.2 billion. The SEC said that Scammell secretly used... This is what made him the douchebag for me. Secretly used money from accounts owned by his brother, a U.S. military man. Aw, see, that's fucked up. Scammell um, had access because he controlled those accounts while his brother served in Iraq a few years earlier. The SEC did not name the brother or girlfriend and said neither was involved in the wrongdoing. This does not involve Disney or the complaint speaking for itself, the Disney spokesperson said. Uh, it goes into basically how he um, the incident is the second in a year where a man tried to profit from in, uh, from information obtained by a Disney employee he was romantically involved with. Uh, yeah, so this guy's a douchebag for one. You know, after everything that's happened, you know they're going to fucking find out. With suddenly, a person buys up all this stock of a company and yeah. then like a day or two later oh we're buying something that stock's gonna go through yeah because the roof. it makes no sense because before the Disney purchase Marvel was not doing anything that would lead yeah. you to assume they yeah. were gonna blow up so. yeah so I mean that was <laughs> the guy bought that was very Martha Stewart of him yeah Scammell bought $5,400 worth of Marvel call options and cashed them in for 192000 profit in less than a month. Money. That's definitely a big, big indicator for the government. Yeah. Uh, Uncle Sam's like, hey, what the fuck, homie? I know, and it's just like, I'm looking at it, I'm like, douche, diddy douche. So who are yours? So, moving away from Nomad's very serious and awesome douchebags, <laughs> I just have some funny shit that I found. <laughs> that's um, the balance we have. That's right. Uh, now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell Nomad this. If you're going to rob somebody, make sure you're on time. Yeah, because you don't want to be late. Don't be late. Because that's just a douchebag. It's bad enough you're robbing them. Don't, yeah. you know, don't be rude and late. Yeah. So in... And don't be that guy. Yeah. <laughs> in Wichita, Wichita, Kansas, of course. Of course. Uh, 
Perhaps <laughs> two employees. <clears throat> two employees were inside a Starbucks in the sixteen hundred block of South Road. South Rock Road. I thought it said South Road Road. I'm like, really, Kansas? <laughs> um, when they observed a man wearing a, a ski mask approaching the front doors of the store armed with a handgun. Jesus. The man tried to open the door, but there was a problem. The store closed five minutes before that, so the door was locked. <laughs> Sus- the suspect got into the passenger side of a black van and fled the scene. Employees promptly called 911, and the van was pulled over just minutes later. The 20-year-old man was booked into the said... said ugh. Said Sedgwick Sedwick Sedwick County Jail for one count of attempted aggravated robbery. So <laughs> basically douchebag. <laughs> it's obvious that he didn't case the joint first. Now, I'm right. not I'm not trying to instruct people on how to rob shit. Right, right, Anyone right. with fucking half a brain knows. You need to check the place out first. <laughs> check funny. the hours out at least. I thought that was funny. That is funny. We ran off. You you may want to case the joint out a little bit further. Case the joint, you know, see who's get, working there. Get the patterns. The comings and goings of people. Oh, and when the mu- safe is open. Yeah, and you might want to know when they close. Just a thought. Yeah. And better yet, too, when they open. Because God knows. If you have time, yeah, check that I mean, out. With everything else you got going Fucking on. Fucking idiot. <laughs> um, so, a woman who for some, who couldn't fit. <laughs> this is my next one. As a parent, this is funny and sad at the same time. A a woman who couldn't fit into a car because, you know, when you get in a parking space and somebody parks fucking close to you and you want to rip their throat out? (laughs) Um, Well, she thought the smartest thing to do, instead of going in, like, to the passenger side or whatever, is to bring her six-year-old daughter into the driver's seat, hand her the keys, and say, hey, back it up. (laughs) Right? (laughs) This is in Beaver, Pennsylvania, which is kind of hot, right? I've been there since then. Um, police say in... The skirt's just a little too short. Yeah. <laughs> the heels are a little too high. <laughs> police say this woman endangered her six-year-old niece by having the girl back the woman's car out of a tight parking spot, wrecking two other cars in the process. <laughs> that poor kid. That kid is probably fucking so terrified that she was going to get, like, killed or something. Uh, Douchebag. What do you, at what point does that sound like a good idea? No point. That's the, that's the thing. Uh... 55-year-old, should know better, uh, Rebecca Beatty <laughs> and her attorney <laughs> have, not re- have not returned calls on the charges. Really? Uh, she waived her right to a preliminary... Pre- fuck. <laughs> preliminary? Prelimin- yeah, I have a problem with that word. What he said hearing. In- <laughs> in too much of those in your past? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, in Beaver County Court <laughs> on Tuesday... Police Chad's Beatty in June after she picked up a niece from a dance program in Ambridge Area High School. Okay, so she's at a dance program at the high school. She's only six. What is she, fucking savant? Uh, the Beaver County Times report reported Wednesday that Beatty found another another car pack so close that she couldn't get into the in her vehicle. This happens to everybody. You know, a fucking douchebag in a Hummer or something like yeah. that. Um, police say... Worse is a guy in a Prius. Oh my god. You but you're, not, you're not as mad, though, right? If it's a Prius, you're kind of like, yeah, oh. but you can flip the car over, but still, good for the environment. That's true. Yeah. You know, guilt-free. Yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> police say that's when she had her niece back the car out. Oh, my God. Police <laughs> say the child hit a pot car, pushing it over on... 
pushing it over a curb until it hit another car on the street. That poor kid. Jesus. There's a comment on the uh, news site. In the words of Bugs Bunny, what a maroon. <laughs> Love it. Number one. Now, my number one douchebag is also funny. It involves a, a cop being a douchebag, nah. which is why it's number one. Yeah. Right. Cop arrested for DUI <laughs> while driving to a funeral. Was it a yeah. DUI that's, a, that's a Benny Hill show. Yeah. Like, really? You expected this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is in Denver. Authorities say two Colorado police officers took a wild, drunken ride through Wyoming on their way to a funeral in South Dakota. A volunteer firefighter on Wednesday spotted a police car in Aurora, Colorado, driving erratically down Highway 85 in Goshen County. KUSA TV reported the car reportedly was speeding using emergency lights to pass other vehicles <laughs> and trash was flying out of the car. Well, you got nice. shit to go. Yeah. You, know, you, you gotta go, go, baby. You ain't got time for shit. Gossin, he's probably seriously since he's drunk, he's like, I'm a cop. Who the fuck gonna pull me over? Exactly. Uh, Another cop. Yeah. <laughs> Goshen County Sheriff's Captain Brian Morehouse said the two men were heading to the funeral of two police officers recently killed in South Dakota. See, that's fucked up. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that was the extra... Like, I, I was gonna put this as, like, a whatever douchebag, but then when I saw it on the way to a funeral for fellow officers, that's yeah. that's Even bigger douchebags, yeah. Morehouse said he had clocked them driving at 57 miles per hour in a 40 miles per hour zone. Jesus. And then smelled alcohol and found beer in a cooler inside the car when he stopped them. <laughs> Officer Bradley B. Bickett, BBB, that's, that's his name. That, that's kind of, eh, gives yeah. him a couple points just because that's cool. Uh, <laughs> was charged with driving while intoxicated, careless driving and speeding. Should have been an and in there. So, okay. He was released uh, around midnight into the custody of an Aurora police commander. <laughs> Slapping the shit out of him. Uh, Bickett's passenger, off Officer Gerald Kirby, was charged with littering because obviously he's not fucking doing any he can drink all he wants yeah um well he can't drink the car but the Aurora police force said the men would be placed in a non-uniform role while the case was investigated basically gonna get pushed of papers being fucking yeah. office bitches <laughs> that that wow, right and like I said like it that's was, a special kind of dude, yeah like, like I said I'm like alright you got two stupid fucking buddy cops being dumb but then, on your way to a funeral for some fellow officers, like, have some fucking respect, yeah. dude. What are you doing? No wonder. They probably thought it was you two clowns when they <laughs> shot the other ones. Idiot. Oh, my God. Give me give me an epic person, man. You want an epic person? I'll give I you an do. epic person. And don't say me again. It's flattering, but I know myself. Yeah, no, Too well. I already, I already <laughs> gave my douchebags. Oh, I knew that was coming. Um, my epic person, J.J. Abrams. Nice. Uh, for making Star Trek. Yeah, well, aside from that... And apologizing for the glare. <laughs> yeah, which, dude... Like Will Wheaton said, if you didn't like Star Trek because of the uh, lens flare, you're doing it you're wrong. You're doing it wrong. That's, that's <laughs> the truth. <laughs> um, there were two times where I went, really? That's yeah, a little much, J.J., yeah. but... <laughs> uh, but it, appe- um, it appears that J.J. Abrams isn't worried about studio pressure for him to get the sequel to Star Trek into production and into theaters in 2012, as they had hoped. Abrams told IGN that story comes before new, new, uh, release date. Nice. He expressed his views on the delays at a CBS TCA, which is a uh, television critics association party, for his new eight, um, CBS show, Person of Interest. Which are windbags, basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Here's his quote. 
there's a lot. There have been a lot of things that I've been working on. A lot of important elements that we just need to na really nail down and solve. Once you say we're ready to go and we don't have a finished script yet, or I'm directing the thing and here's the release date, but we don't have a finished script. When uh, what starts to happen, and I've seen this happen to a lot of friends of mine, is that you're suddenly in production on a movie that they're thinking, oh my God, we, uh, we really weren't ready. We thought we'd uh, get it done in time, but we didn't. So we, uh, while we have a moment to say, let's get the important things figured out, then all the pre-production stuff will come. But I just want to make sure that we're putting the story and the characters, the cast and crew, and most importantly, the audience first, we start talking about exactly what locations we're going to be shooting at and what the wardrobe and visual effects budgets are. It just seems important to get the important stuff right first. Right. And that was one of the things, because they got the script done and right in uh, the original, in the 2009 version of Star Trek. Um, too many times, and we're seeing this happen more and more, and I mentioned it earlier, because movies like The Amazing Spider-Man 2 got a, a release date. That's still not even finished in production. It's yeah. still in post-production. Something, something like that shouldn't have a release date until yeah. the important shit is done. Yeah. Just like he said. And you also have uh, The Hunger Games. They announced the sequel. They're still filming that movie. Yeah. It's like, you know what? You need to sit back and chill and let them say, okay, if the movie starts to do well, okay, we'll do a sequel. Let's get it going. Yeah. You know, let's start working on an idea. Let's start getting the script. You to give the release date. Yeah, it's you don't not have, important. I mean, to be honest with you, a movie isn't going to go and, like... We don't. There's not a shelf life on a good movie. Yeah. If a good movie like Star Trek, I as as much as I don't like it, I will wait till it comes out. Yeah. Because the longer that and they take, and the longer they say the script is solid, we all like the script. Any, any real fan and any intelligent fan will will complain that they're waiting, but only you know in kind of a kid way, like ah, I want to yeah. watch I it. I want to see it. But you still know that. I would rather it take a while and be good than be rushed and be shit. Yeah. Much like video games for movies. Yeah. When they, they're rushed to come out right when the movie comes out and then they tank. Yeah. Iron Man. Yeah. The Iron Man video game was hor horrible. Yeah. Most video game movies yeah. are rushed because they want to get the release date. But, you know, movies that, that are rushed because they have a release date or, okay, we set this release date. Everybody knows it was June of 2012. Now, we know that it's already August 2011. There's most likely won't be able to do that. Mm -hmm. They've already moved G.I. Joe ugh, to, to the June release date, but haven't officially taken Star Trek off of that and pushed it to what everybody's figuring maybe December. Uh, but uh, to be honest, I'm, I'm okay with it. Take your time. Make yeah. the script solid. Do whatever you got to do. Do what you got to do so I can sit there. It's and like you're the boss, man. Yeah. You know, I'm not going to tell you what you need yeah. to do with your fucking movie. Exactly, you know, it's like, do it, if it's awesome, cool. If we have to wait because you guys haven't saw, filled the script yet, fine. You know, I know Men in Black 3 is going to suck balls, because they're still writing the script as they're filming. What? Yeah. How the fuck is that even possible? I don't know, and then they wonder why these movies balloon out of budget. Yeah. It's like, well, then you don't have a, you don't have a blueprint. It's like, oh, well, we're almost done, yeah, but uh, five minutes ago, I just added a huge fucking space battle. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. Uh Wow, anyway. that that's funny. Yeah. That's a douchebag moment, right? There. I didn't even know that. <laughs> so, Is Will Smith supposed to be in the third one? Will Smith. Aww. They have like everybody in it too. Aww. Yeah. So uh, go ahead and tell me uh, who's your epic person. 
The person is a man by the name of Jeff Fletcher. Okay. He's an IT guy over at Bungie Studios, the uh, creators of the Halo trilogy. And Marathon, which was the shit back in the day, but I digress. <laughs> um, all this time we thought the Halo trilogy was completely made up, but obviously Master Chief was him, because this guy's a fucking badass. Alright? Uh, pulling into a parking lot of a U.S. bank in Skyway, Seattle... He saw a pretty fucked up sight. Uh, two men were shooting each other in the parking lot, endangering everyone around them. With one man wounded and another trying to escape, Fletcher, whose father is a former Seattle police officer, made his move. Cutting off the fleeing man, Fletcher grabbed his own gun, which he had registered to conceal, and made a citizen's arrest right there on the spot, handcuffing the suspect with his dad's old police cuffs. Damn. That's right. With police on the scene, Fletcher could now go back to his alter ego as a mild-mannered IT professional. <laughs> How fucking badass is that? Like, he pulls in the parking lot and he's like, oh shit, I gotta take care of business real quick. You know what I mean? Like, he's a former security uh, security guy, too. And did, I, did, did he rip open his shirt and, like, soar into the air? His shirt ripped open, mm. but he didn't need to do it. It just happened. You know what I'm saying? Like, Hulk style. <laughs> no, I, I, I think that's pretty cool. He's an epic person, one, because it's badass. And then also, not many people do that anymore. They'll be like, fuck this. And honestly, when two people shooting, I wouldn't do nothing. Like, I might wait till the other dude runs away and then call 911. <laughs> but uh, obviously, he had, a, he had a gun with him, too, and he's a professional and all that stuff. So it's just pretty epic, you know, just an IT guy at Bungie Studios. And you know he's a fucking hero over there right oh, yeah. now. He's getting all that punani <laughs> from the, all the IT. That's right. Yeah, no, you don't want IT punani. <laughs> Um, I don't know. There's some some girls. That's true. Huh? Yeah. yeah, but they're too intelligent to be impressed by stupid stuff like that. No, because I think that I, there is that raw animal matter. Like, ooh, oh, he just did. Uh, yes, because it isn't just a feat of strength. Yeah, it's a feat it's, of it, honor. It is. You know. He's getting he's he's getting laid right now. Yeah, he's getting laid right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> as we speak. <laughs> oh man. So that's it. Alright. Oh, recommendations only. Oh, uh, no, no. We got side comments. Oh, side comments. That's what I said. Side comments. <laughs> we got a couple of side comments. Uh, do you want to go read off the first? Your- uh, sure, 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 sure. Uh, anonymous. Uh-oh. Uh, I yeah. found them. <laughs> uh, posted on uh, my Skyrim Collector's Edition uh, article. I just wish they had kept the price on this 50 on this $50 cheaper and left out the dragon. Uh, sure, it's a cool statue, but that price tag gives me pause, even though I was 100% committed to getting the collector's edition before it was announced. I really, really want the art book, though. Uh, gonna have to think about it a bit. Seriously excited for this game, though. And you know what? I completely agree with him, because the collector's edition, with it comes with a 12-inch um, statue of a dragon in the game. The name escapes me now. Um, badass. But... It's not for everybody, yeah. and that adds fifty dollars to a to an already hundred dollar price tag. Because that art book, I agree. With, I want that fucking art book because the art in this game is incredible. Um, so I agree with what he's saying. Uh, Gabe, uh, in response to my art, uh, an older article that I had written about uh, no pre um, pre registration for Comic Con twenty thirteen, which is a rumor still. Uh, he wrote, uh, the Twitter feed had his share of mistakes. They were saying the tickets were sold out during pre-reg when they were not. The first time it happened, they sent a tweet about the mistake. When it happened again, they did not, as far as I know. The pre-registration this year was very smooth. I, par- I was part of it. I stood in line early and got my tickets. 
Is it fair that I have to get up early to secure tickets instead of repeating the fiasco that was getting tickets this year online? As you said, you can't please everyone. I, for one, want uh, want them to keep the pre-reg at the con. Um, I, I understand your viewpoint, and you're one of the few people that said it went smoothly. Uh, a yeah, lot it goes smoothly for anybody else. Yeah, a lot of other people were complaining that it, it had... It, did it was kind of a clusterfuck. I know Nomad was having because Nomad was uh, unfortunately had the job of getting everybody's tickets. And well, I no, that was the problem. that was the online stuff. But I'm talking about yeah. Comic Con, the pre reg. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, that, it didn't always go so well. Um, the the uh, you know the and, and yeah, as far as the online stuff, you know, as if they can somehow manage to do it and manage to maintain it. There was a post earlier this week where they said that they they. Thank people for suggestions as far as how to um, do the online pre-reg, but now they're going to start to work on planning it, but there's no date as to when those tickets for next year will be released. Um, like I said, I, I personally don't believe that people should sit and wait, camp out in line for tickets for next year when they should be camping out for a panel. Or they pay for some, this year. Yeah, and, and pay out for this year, because I don't believe that people should waste their time. It's like going to Disneyland just to wait in line to get tickets for the next day when you're wasting hours that you could be going in and you know enjoying the enjoying the um, the theme park. Well, the only problem I had with this comment was don't complain about getting up early. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like one day, come yeah, on. Yeah, one day you can you're get up early. You can I mean, I like you, Gabe. You're, you're the shit. Just don't yeah. don't complain about getting up too early. <laughs> I hate when people do that. Oh, I gotta get up early. It's like, dude, you don't have to get up early for the rest of your life. Yeah. It's just this one day. I know. I was like, it's five in the morning. I gotta get up for this shit. You know, and I didn't get my tickets till seven. You know, yeah. so um, uh, one geek girl, uh, one girl geek. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Don't fuck this one <laughs> yeah, up. I know. One girl geek uh, commented on my should the uh, PlayStation Vita price drop. Did I plan to withhold any price complaints until the v- uh, about the Vita until it's been released and we see more of what it can do? I really don't think its price tag is all that bad. I only just sprung for a PSP less than a year ago nice. when, when the Birth by Sleep bundle came out. Nice. So, that bundle was the shit. Yeah. Dude. So, uh, though, so I'm not um, ex- exactly a release date buyer <laughs> when it comes to consoles. I'll probably end up waiting for a bundle on the Vita, too. And that makes sense. And that's, that's yeah. what, that, that, to me, that summed up what I'm trying to get across, the basic point. You don't have to be. You can actually, if you wait, you get some of the cooler shit. When they start saying, okay, now what can we do to get people in there? Because exactly. you know there'll be an Uncharted bundle after the fact. Yeah. You know, you don't have to get it right away. All right, so now it's now recommendations. Now it's recommendations. All right. Uh, <laughs> my first, my recommendation for this week is for Netflix streaming, The League Season 1. Yeah, we just watched the first two, two episodes, two, right? Yeah. yeah um, I watched all six. They're only 21 um, minutes in length. Uh, it's on FX. And uh, season two has yet to come out on DVD, but season three will be starting. I think season in two, more than six episodes. It's thirteen episodes, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, <laughs> I started watching season two, but I kind of felt out of the loop because I didn't. I felt like there was more about these characters, uh, and I'm glad I went back and watched season one on street. This shit's so funny. Um, yeah, I was laughing my ass. Yeah, so. it was. It was. It's hilarious. It really the shit that fun. they can get away with on FX. I did not know. <laughs> you know, or is it vaginal hubris? Yeah, <laughs> that was just awesome. But uh, if who was that one? It was. Um, it was being singles. 
being single is a lot hotter than uh, it used to be in college because um, what do you say? Oh, yeah. just, you you, just, just, you, you just, just get drunk and a girl falls on your dick. Yeah. <laughs> You just get drunk. It's not like you just get drunk at a bar and a girl falls on your dick. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, oh. <laughs> um, but it, it was hilarious. I six episodes. It really goes fast. I watched it in a day. I watched the entire season in less well, than a day. twenty one minutes. Twenty one minutes and six episodes. Um, but yeah, it, it really is a lot of fun, and uh, I, I I really recommend it. It's the league is about it's a uh, fantasy football league, but don't let that distract you because that was one of the things I told Sapien. Yeah, I was wondering because I saw it on Netflix and, and I read the the synopsis and said fantasy football. And I'm like, oh, that sounds interesting, and I just passed by. But the thing is, is that while the group is brought together because of fantasy football, they're also friends, and there's a lot of shit that they yeah, get into. Yeah, you see what this couple's doing, what yeah. this dude's doing. I, the second funny. episode had very little to do with the fantasy football. The first episode did. Yeah, but they even they did it in a funny way. They're not. Let's just say. They're not sitting there talking about football stats. All yeah, day. you don't need to know football players. You don't need to know stats. You don't need no, to. Do you don't even know. Like you don't. You don't need to know what the NFL is. Yeah, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, and it was. It was a lot of fun. It's the characters, and I, I thought it was a great show. Yeah. I love football too, by the way. But uh, I don't. And I was laughing my ass. Yeah. Off, so so. it's definitely for for those of you that. Um, and it, it totally it is a guy show, but there is the uh, the the female the 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 wife of one of the characters who's just funny. Yeah, yeah, she, yeah, she's yeah. the one that runs her fo- uh, her husband's football team, and you know, and I knew the rumors were true. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> and then there's that other wife that's really hot. Oh, who God. is the um, the uh, maid in? Oh, uh, Earl. Yeah. The, what the fuck is that name? Some what's it uh, about Earl or something like that? I don't remember. The one with who uh, he has a list of people to apologize to. Yeah. Uh, so what's your uh, recommendation this week? I am recommending a video game, which I'm sure is a shock for everybody. What? Um, <laughs> Civilization Five. I finally made the move from Civilization Four to Five, um, and you know what? It took me a while to get on get onto the Five train because uh, a lot of people were saying they dumbed it down. They dumbed it down. It's it's a Civilization Revolution for um, the PC. But you know what? I'd say the more streamlined it. I, it's a lot of the micromanaging bullshit that you pretend that you liked about Civilization, but really just pisses you off, <laughs> um, they've they've changed it. Where now, you're still in depth, I mean, you're still controlling your Civilization, um, but you don't have to worry about all the petty bullshit. Uh, two things I have to say about this game that they added, which I know Civilization fans will know. Um, one is, it's only one unit per square. Or per, or it's it's a hexagrid now, or whatever the hell they call it. So you actually have to plan your armies out. Like you have like six units of this, and then the archers can be behind. It's like like a risk. <laughs> um, and then another thing is cities can defend themselves without having units in them. That made me wet myself. <laughs> Civilization fans will know what I mean. Um, if you like strategy, if you like games that really make you think, um, if you I like, don't. yeah, I know. The nomad don't want to play this game because he gotta be thinking about it. Uh, uh, if you like, if you like history, uh, if you just like really good games, um, why don't you take check out Civilization a five? Pick it up. Um, one thing I I just wanted to add in real quick uh, recommendation: Rise of the Planet of the Apes. Yes. Um, I was I'm a fanboy of the original. Hated the Burton one, which doesn't exist, so I'm okay with it now. Yeah. Um, but uh, really, really, as a fanboy, loved it. Thought they took the weakest. I uh, definitely go if you haven't seen it yet, which a lot of people did last weekend. Uh, I did. <laughs> 
54 million it took in. Wow. So, yeah. Uh, so, uh, Def- not Independence Day numbers yeah. or anything. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Beat Cowboys and Aliens. But, uh, yeah, it's sort of the Smurfs. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, but really good movie to check out. Also, all your Scarface fans. Not uh, when you do that. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> um, on August 31st, uh, AMC is going, well, it's actually uh, Fath- um, Fathom. Uh, and Universal Studios Home Entertainment are releasing Scarface one night only at um, theaters as events to, to promote the uh, Scarface uh, Blu-ray that's coming out. So it's the original film, all it's in its in its entirety. August thirty first. It's a Wednesday at seven thirty. You can actually uh, order tickets online through Fathom. And uh, if you live in the West San Fernando Valley, it's almost every thirty around here is playing it. Uh, so That's definitely. a long movie too uh, Yeah but it's a good movie That was two VHS tapes <laughs> um, No but make sure That you bring a little weapon with you Because yeah. uh, every single Be sure to not see it in a um, oh, how Questionable should, Questionable neighborhood Because yeah. um, every wannabe gangbanger That's their anthem Yeah, Go go and see it in Beverly Hills Yeah, yeah it might be a good place yeah, to go to Malibu and check Malibu. it out Yeah go somewhere upscale and check it yeah. out Unless you're a gangbanger, in which case, go there. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> Don't see it in Van Nuys. That's yeah. just what I'm saying. <laughs> uh, all right. Well, uh, I think that's about it. It uh, is. Yeah. Uh, so before we head out, we want to remind you about <laughs> to follow us on uh, Facebook and Twitter. If you noticed, I updated the uh, I did. closing notes yeah. there. <laughs> all the shit we're on right now. Uh, check uh, Follow us on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash the lazy geeks. I want to say it because now it's all listed. Oh, okay. Uh, I always forgot all these damn things uh, on Twitter at, at lazy at the <laughs> I'm fucking it up already. Yeah, nice at the lazy geeks or at lazy underscore nomad or at lazy underscore sapien. Uh, YouTube the lazy geeks all one word or Google Plus lazy geeks lazy geeks lazy geeks if lazy you geeks lazy it. geeks because I fucked that shit up. <laughs> Just put lazy geeks. Yeah. Um. That's yeah. That's it. Yeah. If you want an invite to Google Plus, uh, again, please email the lazy geeks at gmail and be sure to include your name and email, and then we'll go ahead and send you we an invite. Will hook you up. We will take care of that. Um, all the music on this podcast was provided by the talented Kevin McLeod. So that really just about does it for us. So please make sure to comment on this podcast on iTunes or whatever you use, the good, bad, the sexy, and the ridiculous. Mm. And if you have any comments or ideas on future topics, go ahead and hit us up on the website, thelazygeeks.com, or email us at thelazygeeks at gmail.com. So until next week, peace out.